0: Hello, everybody, I, and this is the Watchman. We are sounding the alarm for the peril, the uncertainty, and lie ahead. Our commitment is for the objective truth, and as the Watchman on the wall, we will call out whenever we see those that live in the fifth dimension attempt to put feelings and emotions in front of facts and truth. We, we will call out the real motives of those living in the land of unlimited imagination. We call them out by... Expounding on the underreported facts today, we'll be with Annette Baker. Annette is a region chairwoman in the Burke's GOP, Berks Republican Committee. She's also a homeschool mom, and uh, she's also a candidate now for the Pennsylvania, the state Pennsylvania State 11th District, the, Senate, the senatorial 11th District against Judy Schwank. Welcome back to the to the Watchman, Annette.
1: Thanks, Clay. Glad to
0: be back. Well, it's great having you. I wanted to chat with you a little bit on the uh, the different polling. And I want to ask you, why is it that the CNN poll, the Washington Post poll, that's the ABC News, Washington Post, CNN, and then Gallup and Reuters, all the, fo- the, the four recent polls that came out, by the way, all of which none of which got the Trump election right in 2016. None of those four got it right. But why is it that they all seem to oversample independents? And they seem to be either slightly undersampling or correctly sampling Democrats and heavily undersampling Republicans. Why is it, Annette, that these polls seem to do that? Why do you think they do that?
1: Well, if if they actually were more consistent with the the way the breakdown really is, uh, the poll certainly wouldn't fit the narratives that they're looking for.
0: Right. I mean, it it doesn't. And I think what's interesting on this, because Trump's approvals with Republicans is about 95 percent. I mean, I've seen it as high as 100 percent. I mean, it all depends where you go. Around the Philadelphia area, right. uh, my guess is Philadelphia area is probably like at 80 percent with Republicans, 75 percent. Uh, Berks County, he's more like 92 percent. We know that from the home to home, door to door stuff that we did uh, with the thousands of Trump signatures we got here in Berks County. We know that, right, Annette? So he's oh, definitely. Yeah, we're running about 92, <laughs> 93 percent favorable in Berks. Uh, you know, and in rural Pennsylvania, in the central PA, he's running close to 100 percent. But whatever the case is, uh, Trump is well beloved by his Republican Party. And I would tell you that the Republicans have never been more unified around Trump than they are right now. But it's interesting, as Gallup just put out their poll and Rogers did. Now, we talked about the CNN poll last week and the ABC News poll the week prior to that. And uh, again, they're all oversampling Independents over, And they undersampled Greatly undersampled Republicans The Gallup poll had 27% Republicans In that survey uh, They had uh, 33% Democrats and 40% Independents, my gum by golly Why in the world would you poll Independents at 40% Now that's the second poll that did this I believe the uh, CNN poll had Independents at 40% uh, the ABC News poll had independents at 37%. Now, we know from election returns and that, I mean, we know full well that uh, from these election returns that uh, they're not that high. I mean, uh, I mean we know that Republicans generally run on, the, on election returns. They generally run about 40%, and Democrats generally run about 42%, and independents generally make up about 17 or 18%. So, Annette, again, I'm asking, now, do you think they're doing this because they're trying to create a narrative with these numbers? They're trying to put out phony polls in that? I mean, why do you think they're doing this?
1: Well, I think they're they're definitely looking to uh, skew the numbers, you know, to make it look like. I mean, let's be honest. You know, you have a presumptive Democrat nominee in Joe Biden, um, the former vice president. Everyone says, you know, it's a done deal. Um, at this point, he is going to be the nominee. Um, so they need to start pushing him in positive numbers. Um, real real clear politics right now has him up. Um, one of the polls, I think, came out from the NBC Washington or uh, Wall Street Journal poll has Biden beating Trump by percentage points. Um, and that was done just in the last few days. Um, because they want people to think, that the president is losing favorability with the American people. Um, And when you look at every press conference that he goes to, every single one, it is a constant um, just belittling and badgering him to make him look foolish, to catch him in a gotcha moment, to push his buttons in any way possible, to make him look as bad as possible um, in the midst of this coronavirus pandemic. Um, you know, they, they want to make him look as bad as possible. And, and I think that, you know, this is a way of using these poll numbers and you've mentioned it before and, and you're right. These are the same kind of polling numbers. I mean, they did not learn anything from the 2016 polling that was done that had Hillary Clinton up 93% chance she was going to be president. There was absolutely no way she was going to lose that election. Um and the rest of us out here in, in, you know, real America outside the beltway, we were talking to people, we were walking around and, and listening to what people were saying and there was something stirring. And did did we think that he could win? I mean I certainly was not sure. I, I really didn't know what was gonna happen. Uh, you know, it it was it seemed to me like it was a toss-up. Well, Maybe that, he had that- a chance, but there was a lot of stuff Annette,
0: Annette, I don't think we were friends back then. Uh, I think you should have been if you were a friend no. of mine, but you'd have been more encouraged.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's exactly right. And But you know what's really encouraging to me right now, Clay? And I will tell people, I tell people this all the time, and you're right. You know, these polls, um, everyone has to take a look at them and say, okay, what what are the breakdowns? And when you, that is the one way to skew numbers is to to alter your sampling size the the consistency of of who's being sampled how many people you can alter you can get any kind of result you really want well let's um, let,
0: let, let, let's look at this for a minute cuz i mean let's you and i do a sampling based upon their own polling okay and based upon what we know based upon what we know for instance we know that democrats well first off we know that routinely the democrats come out at 43 42% of the electorate In a general election, the Republicans are generally right around 40 percent thereabouts, 41 thereabouts. And we know that 16, 18 percent are independents. We know this. But why don't we just do 40 and 40 and 20 just for round numbers sake? Now, we know that Trump's approval with Republicans is about 95 percent. And based upon that number, we're looking probably realistically at about 38 percent of the total vote count already in the bag for Trump. Even before the election gets underway, he's sitting at 38%. Now, if he gets, just say for grins and giggles, 50% of the independent vote, then based upon the numbers we just talked about, 20%, you can add another 10 to that. Now he's at 48%. Just based on that. Mm -hmm. And then if you look at the Democrats, we know factually that he's getting between anywhere that I've seen in the polling, between 10 to 20% of the Dems. Certainly 10. <laughs> now based on that, we're looking at about 53 percent election win 54 percent. Just based on that So I guess my my guess I mean that's another four percent so I'm sorry that's a, uh, it's 52 percent 53 but anyway, 52 percent. So just based on the numbers because he's so he's so energized and so galvanized the Republican base it's unfathomable. Most of the time, and I just want to put this in perspective, when Mitt Romney ran in 2012, Mitt Romney had about an 87 percent approval rating with Republicans. You say, well, that sounds pretty good, Clay. Annette, you would say that sounds pretty good, wouldn't you? OK, but but, but the yeah. problem was there was no enthusiasm for Mitt Romney. So the Republican turnout wasn't even at 40, I don't believe, that year. I don't think we hit it. We probably hit about 38, 39 percent. The Ds on the other hand had Barack Hussein Obama coming back to take another bite at the apple of Obamacare. So the Ds were out there at 42%, 43% of the electorate. And we know that. And because Mitt Romney only had about 87 percent of the of the of the Republican vote based upon what we just talked about, you know, he he was looking at about 33% of the electorate right as the get out. Now Trump I said before is looking at 38 Mitt Romney was looking at about 33, 34. And Barack Hussein Obama's favorable among Democrats was right around about 88 percent, thereabouts. So you you add another five or six points to that and you're barely hitting 40. Uh, And we know this. uh, There was about 17, 18 percent of independents. And again, if you take half of that, just take half of that. Mitt Romney Mm -hmm. ended up with about 47% of the vote. And voila, that's what he ended up with, didn't he, Annette? Yes. I mean, so we can see this. It's the same thing. Look, the patterns are there. This isn't, look, you don't have to be a mathematician. And we don't have to be, we don't have to be professional pollsters to see that skewing a poll is simply for the fact that you want to create a narrative and demoralize the president's base. This is all missioned to demoralize people like us in that and you just basically said it earlier uh you weren't as involved with the gop at the time i don't believe were you in that back in 2016
1: uh no pro- not as involved as i am now yeah that right. would be correct
0: all right so you know you weren't really in the know as much as you are today on, on the trump numbers and i think as I stated, I think that, and again, and you're more in the know than most voters. Okay, you really are. You're a sharp <laughs> lady. You really do a lot of research. This is what this is your bag. This is what you would love to do. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, this is your oxygen. So, and, and you know, doing research on all this stuff. I want our listeners to understand this. You're a very in the know woman. You know the stuff. You know the news. You know what's ma- You know what makes things tick. And yet, you were discouraged. Why? Because all this information. All this misinformation was out there for Hillary. Well, why is Trump doing these task force briefings? in that because he is trying to de—he is basically trying to blunt the attempts of the fake news of the sultans of sinister. Don't you agree?
1: Absolutely. And let me let me point out something that just popped up today on um, on Facebook that is making its way around uh, the Facebook and soon I'm sure, if not already there, the Twitterverse. Um, there was a story that was talking about was talking about how people in Florida, now that the beaches have opened up again, people were not practicing social distancing. They weren't wearing masks. It was going to be a problem. And everybody said it was. And uh, Governor DeSantis made a mistake by opening the beaches back up. And there was a photograph that was used there and, and was talking about the beach in Florida. Well, Right beside that was another story talking about a similar situation in California, where they actually said, yep, everybody's at the beach, it's causing a problem, and, you know, Governor Newsom, you can't open the beaches. It was the exact same photo. Again, just like they did with the Italy story.
0: How about that? And
1: trying to tell us it was New York. They use the same photo. One Why saying it was Florida, that? the Why other saying it's California. That?
0: Why did they do that? Why because just break it down for a listeners?
1: Because they are, are pushing they a narrative. They are pushing a narrative that they want us to believe, and the the, so on, the actual are they what lying? is happening is not.
0: Are you what? saying they're lying? Are you saying they're lying? Uh, yeah. Okay, so we're saying they're lying.
1: They're flat out lying.
0: Yes, That's because funny. when you take a picture like that. It's one thing to say,
1: "Oh, it was an accident." One once is an accident. Five times, six times, <laughs> seven times, where they use that's not listen, accident.
0: That's right. Annette just unpacked that with a punch, folks. I don't want our I don't want our listeners to miss that. Annette just unpacked that with a wallop. I want our listeners to understand. There's a reason that we do this show. There's a reason Annette and I take the time to do this. There's a reason for it. And there's a reason that we dissect these polls And I look at them. I mean, it's always encouraging to me when I show a poll that shows Trump even or or slightly up or slightly down, because that means, you know, he's way up. Okay. Because they skew these numbers deliberately, but I'm always encouraged because again, when Annette and I get together, I get encouraged when I hear again, stories I wasn't aware of, which she just pointed out here. I wasn't aware of this. They're, but they're out there promoting these phony pictures, these fake phony stories. They're not using the sense, as Trump put it in one of his press briefings to a CNN reporter, they're not using the sense that God gave them to create their stories. They're deliberately out there putting out fake news. And as he said to the CNN reporter, it would be a lot better for them to actually get out there and to, uh, you know, to, to put out their actual news. So that they can get some of their audience back, okay? I think that's 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 amazing. But they're not interested in that. So we know from Annette, we know from this that they're not pursuing a profit, right? Annette, they're they're pursuing a, a, they're activists pursuing a story, right? They're not they're not pursuing. They're not business people pursuing a profit, right? Annette.
1: Yeah, exactly. I you know I think that's the thing that's the most disconcerting. I think and people are are waking up. They're starting to understand that the media has abdicated their responsibility. Their responsibility was to be what they called the fourth estate, the the people that we could listen to, to report on the facts, to tell us what was going on, and then let us decide how we wanted to respond to it. Now we have, you know, they constantly are yelling that Trump is using these daily briefings as a propaganda machine. To promote his campaign, and he's putting together propaganda pieces all the time, and using public taxpayer money for propaganda. But <laughs> if I hear propaganda out of their mouths one more time, it's like it's the the pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> you know, they are everything that they are putting together. It, it it's I, I guess I can't say everything because there are occasional kernels of truth that come out. Um, but it's spun in such a way that they want to dupe us into believing certain things. They want us to believe that what they're telling us is true. Well, you
0: know, it's, but but it's like, it's like you said, it's hypocritical. It's like the communists commenting negatively on the Russian gulags. I mean, (laughs) because they, they have their own concentration camps. You know, look, the bottom nice. line is, folks, I, look, they, these people are insane with Trump hatred. They're insane with Trump derangement. They hate the man. But let me tell you a little bit about Trump. And I'm going to say this. And I think this is stuff Annette that. And I really because this is like oxygen. To us. We can go on and on about this for a while. But look, we see what we see in this president. He truly is God touched because he wakes up in the morning looking for a fight. He's looking to see which one of these media people are going to come after him today. This man is is mentally, he 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 has the mental capacity, the mental dexterity, as well as the physical dexterity, and just the overall ability to take on this fake apparatus, this fake propaganda network every day on every issue. He does these press conferences. I've never seen anything like it. He has a press secretary, but she's not the press secretary for him he's his own press secretary this guy gets out there and handles the media every day every day he fields questions by these people every day he's he's commenting he gets these 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 questions by the media like back on march 10th when you said this and blah blah here we are you know and here we are late april and and she they're talking about questions from 3 4 weeks ago and they they systematically leave out facts like when they'll ask him the question there was one reporter asked him an ABC news reporter no an NBC news reporter and she said don't you think what did you do with the uh what did you do with the month the four weeks you gained by doing what you did you gained time but what did you do in the month of february you didn't declare this in february and but this reporter selectively forgot that Nancy Pelosi at the end of February, we're celebrating in Chinatown, declaring that we want to have more people come here in Chinatown and celebrate in San Francisco. She so, This reporter selectively forgot that. This reporter also selectively forgot that, that Anthony Fauci, Tony Fauci, was on the TV every day, every day, declaring that this was a low-risk proposition to catch this. And every day we heard multiple people, not just Fauci, but others, say that we don't need masks. Because if we're having masks and they're not properly fitted, then we're touching our face way too often. And then we're running the risk of getting sick from that. So this reporter asked the loaded question of the president, but she knew the answer to the question that she asked. And you say, well, that's a rhetorical question. No, it wasn't. It was a setup question. She was trying to pin the question in such an angle that Trump wouldn't know how to come back from it. And Trump looked at her and said, well, you know what the facts are. You know the timeline and you know we did a lot in February. And then he turned around. He says, you're fake news. I know the network you're from. You're all phony. Next question, please. I mean, Annette, you see this at his his press conferences. These people come in with prepared questions, don't they?
1: Oh, absolutely. They come in with, like you said, the gotcha moments. They conveniently don't ask about the things that should be asked about. One of the things that I I just found out recently in relating to COVID-19, how many people know that the Chinese purchased, I think it's 85 or 95 million masks that were shipped from the United States out of Chicago? Mm Mm-hmm. To China. Yep. And that's why we had a massive shortage. One of the reasons. The other was the fact that the national stockpile was not replenished. But the fact that there were millions of masks that left this country on January 28th, when we were just learning how bad this was going to get, when we were just at the tip of the iceberg.
0: But but China knew more. i
1: beginning to understand it? what was going on. China knew. China oh, knew right. all just- of this. And they that's covered we, it all up. That's right. The World Health Organization covered it all up. I've been researching this for a while. I've read a lot of articles. There's a ton of information that they were hiding. And they and are continuing they to do market. it.
0: And that's why they corned the market on those, didn't they?
1: Absolutely. They knew they were going to need them. They knew what was coming. They knew that they needed those. And they knew that we were going to need them. Well, because, remember, the the just Wuhan – that city alone is almost the size of, iron, uh, population-wise, almost the size of Pennsylvania, population-wise, right. just Pennsylvania. So they knew, based on, on what had been happening there, they already knew. And, and that is where a lot of people have said, and I believe they're correct, we will never know the true numbers of dead in, in Wuhan. Well,
0: because we, the we know reporters
1: that were trying to report on it. Were, They're dead. Are gone.
0: They're dead. They're gone. Yep. Yep.
1: The, the doctor what, 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 that initially yep, tried what? to tell everybody about it, he's dead now, too.
0: What, why would they kill off these people if this was an accident? Annette?
1: That's a really good question.
0: That's well, you know, a lot of accident. it, though.
1: Well,
0: oh, because it wasn't If an it was
1: an accident, yeah. Well, right. if it was, even if it wasn't, you know, if it was an accident, they had to cover everything up.
0: Yeah, but they, they would, have to. With the, They wouldn't have, they wouldn't, there would not have been the big need to do that. I'm just telling you, look, I mean, they'd have been embarrassed. There's a lot that we don't know right now. Right. There's a lot of reasons. Why aren't they letting the CDC in there to check out their labs? Because they know that this was not an accident. Look, all the indications that this wasn't an accident, okay, versus this was an accident, I mean, everything, their actions are consistent with their covering up that this wasn't an accident. Their actions are not consistent with the, gee, I made a mistake, I, I need help. They weren't trying to keep this contained in the Hubei province, were they, Annette? No,
1: if they were, they would not have allowed and right. asked the United States not to cut off. That's Why right. did the Chinese government not That's right. cut off travel themselves? That's right. They could have done exactly what we did.
0: That's right. But there, they
1: chose not to do that because... You know, they they knew
0: what was coming. They were
1: already seeing it.
0: That's right. The communists are inherently, it's in their DNA to lie, to cheat, to intimidate, to murder. It's in their DNA to obtain anything through a This is what they do. But I also want to point out, getting back to the polls a little bit and the press Mm -hmm. briefings. Now, a Monday Night Football game has between 8 to 10 million people. We talked about this on the previous show and I wanted to bring that idea you know, about eight, between eight to ten million people. Trump has between eight to ten million for the hour plus that he's out there addressing questions. Generally speaking, he starts his press conference about six pm on uh, during the week. and I think it's I think it's about then on the weekend. but whatever. he starts his press conference about the same time. He usually runs his press conference for you know with the with the with the experts for about thirty minutes and then he gets on and handles questions. and he literally handles questions for anywhere between forty five minutes to an hour every time he's out there. And he handles these questions. But they have a Monday night football audience between 8 to 10 million. And 80%, 80% of this audience, 80% watch this unfiltered and unedited, directly live streamed on Fox News. 20%, I should say the balance, watch it filtered and edited by hmm. MSNBC and CNN. Why do you think they do that, Anatomy? Why Why do you think the public, 80% of those that watch this are watching this on Fox Because they want to
1: know what's happening. They see it. They know that the sound bites that are split up that are well, and CNN doesn't even cover it most of the time. Now they will cut away to an expert of theirs to comment because they have said that this is propaganda and they won't partake in this. In fact, it's interesting because Facebook now actually has, if you research anything or comment on anything that has to do with COVID-19, they will put a little disclaimer at the top of your screen that says this information may not be consistent with what the World Health Organization is saying is correct. For more information, you can click on the screen or whatever. So they are actually, and in some cases, they are actually removing those things. In fact, they're removing information about the protests that are happening happening across the country. They're blocking uh, those um, video feeds and photographs and things like that. Um, but we are looking at at strong censorship sense. yeah Woo. censure if I could say it that would be good uh, <laughs> you know they're, they' they they want to make sure that you know everything that gets out into the news or out where people can consume it has been run through the filters that they want it to be run through right and that is very important because if they actually allowed the truth that Trump is speaking you know and and You know, there are times when, you know, he kind of goes off on a tangent, a little rabbit trail or whatever. But when you hear what's going on, I mean, watching the press conferences where the Army Corps of Engineers uh, general talked about how they went to one city and they were told, okay, I think it was in Florida. And Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, said, look, we need this this field hospital set up. And, you know, we need it by this date. And it, they originally said, well, we can give you three weeks. It should take us three weeks to get it done. And he said, look, the surge is predicted to happen in two weeks. Can you get it done any quicker? They went back and said, okay, how can we get this done quicker? And they did. You know, stuff like that, people do not hear about those kinds of things happening, about how, you know, when the president says, okay, how do we address this? How do we solve this problem? Um, that is where his strength as a businessman and a, and a leader in that capacity, he can look at things and say, okay, where do we where do we have issues? How do we solve it? Um, the idea of looking to to universities that are shuttered right now because they are not allowed to have classes that have these specialized machines to do the testing to identify people who have been exposed to COVID. Um, that is not an idea that normally would have just, you know, oh, well, we could do this. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, well, we have to work within the hospital system we have. No, you know, it's like, where do we have more, more machines available to do more testing? How can we gain, how can we well coordinate that?
0: I better? Think the, the Democrats are out there declaring we need more testing. Look, the bottom line is, yes, we're doing a <laughs> They're doing 150,000 tests a day, and the, the, I heard I heard yeah. on one of the on the on the on the, on the uh, phony channels, the fake news. I heard somebody saying, "Well, well, gee, they, they don't have the swabs." It's like you got to be kidding me. The swabs are the easiest thing to have made for, for the testing. I mean, the hardest thing is to get the tests assembled and to get them process, processed in these labs. Look, the bottom line is, folks, yeah. we've tested, as I stated before, over five million people so far. And they're testing one hundred fifty thousand plus a day in this country. Uh, you know we, we're we're testing more than anywhere else on the planet. Okay, probably combined. I mean, I, I don't think anybody's even testing anywhere near what we're testing. Look, we've unleashed the power of a of a, a twenty three trillion dollar economy, if you will, on on getting this together. And we've built the PPEs and the in respi- the in the ventilators and the respirators, everything else that we needed. We built everything. In a matter of four weeks, as I stated before, God created the earth on, in six days, and on the seventh day He looked upon His creation. And here we are, and Trump Trump created in, with his economy in four weeks an amazing an amazing stockpile of of, of things. And and I mean the Democrats are just saying, well, he, he he just wasted time. I don't know what they're talking about, other than the fact that they're, they're trying to let us like in the movie nineteen eighty four. The Democrats are trying to hold up four fingers and but they're they're trying to convince us what they have up is five fingers when they they don't they have four fingers up. Well folks, we are out of time. Thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in. We appreciate you being with us today on The Watchman. Thanks Annette for being with us today. Thanks again to all of our listeners for tuning in. Tune in every week right here on AM Radio 1180 WFYL for this distinct discussion on The Watchman. Uh, you know, again, we're we're here for you, and we we truly appreciate you tuning us in. Thanks again. Uh, some of our audience listens to us live during the normal airtime by tuning in. Others tune in uh, by going to the, uh, to, the, to, the, to the website and pulling us up on 11awfyl.com and clicking listen live, and others go to YouTube. Some just wait for the podcast. Either way, thank you for doing it. For Annette Baker, I'm Clay Brees. Thanks for being with us. See you next week. Goodbye for now.